0: give everybody out there listening a very warm White Cat welcome, because you're tuned in to the White Cat Outdoors podcast. What's going on, guys? This is episode, I think, 25 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast, and... Luke decided to show up tonight It's pretty wild, he hasn't been here in a while
1: I know, I usually take a few weeks off in between You know, just get my bearings back
0: Yeah, you can't have too much of a good thing It just goes sour after a while
1: well, I need something to talk about I gotta do stuff in between each one so. Yeah,
0: and you don't do a lot So it takes a few weeks to get yeah. some content
1: Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty laid back
0: You are, you don't do much But uh, we also have a couple of guests in the house tonight And Luke, I'll just pass it to you Since you, you're, you're the fishing guy You hang out with these guys a lot So you you take it away so uh,
1: we'll just start off. We'll go around the horn. Uh, again, to my left, we got Anthony. What's up, guys? And Bailey, one further down. How's it going? And uh, if you guys want to just talk a little bit um, about... Yeah, where can we find but, you? Yeah, about, about your pages, Anthony, if you want to start off about, like, just what 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 does Anthony do? Who is Anthony?
2: Who is Anthony? Well, that's a loaded question. So the outdoors, Anthony... Um, I have an Instagram page. It's A underscore N underscore fishing. Um and I've been fishing, you know, since I could walk. And I moved to Erie maybe like five or so years ago and linked up with Bailey to my left. Where again. are
0: you from but, uh, originally?
2: Uh Easton Pennsylvania. It's right outside of Philadelphia. So grew up trout fishing. So Steelhead's a little new to me but kind of adopted it and moved out here and uh picked, picked it up
1: picked it up pretty quick, huh?
2: Oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's uh it's kind of second nature. Um, there's a little learning curve, but it wasn't that bad.
0: Were you always like fly fishing? Did you start fly fishing young or were you just like spin cast fishing before and then evolved into it?
2: Yeah, a little bit of both. So, I mean, you know, Philadelphia is not really a, uh, a known trout area, Yeah. but, uh, we do have some streams that hold over wild browns and, uh, hold over stock trout year round. So good mix of, you know, bait fishing, fly fishing, kind of a little bit of everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Right on. So, uh, Bailey, where can we, uh look you up at
3: all right so i run a page called chromatics um that's c h uh I, don't know, I ain't gonna spell it because it's tough <laughs> to spell. spell i never spell anything good when i'm talking on the spot so <laughs> you just look up chrome and addicts and the same word together throw an underscore on the end of that or just look up my name bailey maloney it'll probably come up um i got a youtube channel too same thing same name we're and actually we're uh, about 25 videos right now. If you guys want to check that out. Speaking of, what time is it? Is it 6:30? Yeah, it's at 6:30. Uh, we it, just had a video drop. Four, four minutes, minutes. Four, four minutes. minutes yeah. It's gonna drop. We're gonna drop. A, what are you? What do you dropping? Video.
4: Yeah.
0: Musky. Oh man.
3: Yeah. Luke and I went out a few weeks ago. Uh, it might have even been a little longer than that. And uh we. I think Luke was anything. telling
0: me about yeah, that yeah, when yeah. you got. He said you guys were on like every 10 cast. You're just lighting uh, it little, up. Little
3: secret no, spot we
1: got. Yeah, we'll be sure
0: to give latin longs for that spot yeah, yeah we uh we keep that spot secluded
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah talk talk a little bit about that because i mean that was like like uh anthony said you basically are a lot of trout fishing and steelhead and salmon and never really targeted musky so when you finally got one on the end of your rod what was that like
3: oh yeah i mean i've always been uh i mean i'm I was born in South Florida and I moved up here when I was young. So like, I always liked that kind of, I guess I had that, you know, more Southern fishing style yeah. where I was a big, big fan of catfish and bass and like carp mm-hmm. and like carp's probably one of my favorite things to catch. And, uh, muskie just always one of the fish that's eluded me for like most of my life. And, you know, I've tried for it, I've caught many pike, you know, and I've caught a lot yeah, of pike. Hole. are a little bit easier to yeah, get on the line. <laughs> and, um, so Luke, he's caught a handful of fish, and actually more than a handful, and he knows what he's doing, so mm-hmm. we got together, we went out, did a little live bait fishing at a super secret spot, I mean, I don't think anyone's ever fished this place <laughs> I before. mean, if, if yeah. you recognize <laughs> it from the YouTube
1: video that he drops, I'd be baffled. Oh yeah. I, I No mean, I,
3: no landmarks in that video. I'm pretty sure the uh the background on the thumbnail is the
2: actual spillway itself. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was never there and knew exactly where it was. <laughs> pretty secret. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of fish there and we
3: got you one, so Yeah, that was, was cool, it that man. was your first muskie? Oh yeah, man, it was exhilarating. Like, yeah,
0: it's a good time. i I started muskie fishing probably I was maybe seventeen and you know, I've been fishing my whole life too and me and the one my one buddy that I shot with for years, he was big into muskie fishing, like fly fishing for muskies. And I hadn't really got into fly fishing yet, so I would just go, you know, casting with him while he was fly fishing and you know, like you said, it it takes a while before you get your first one. It definitely is a daunting task when you're trying to figure it out.
1: Especially when you're going I think I know what lake you're probably talking about where northern pike to muskie ratios oh about yeah. 50 to 1 so mm-hmm, you got to be out there for that. a while
3: yeah you got to <laughs> weed through 400
0: northerns before you can get a muskie after
3: you weed through the 400 northerns you got to weed through the 8,000 bowfin mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: that's no joke
3: but uh
1: we actually planning a trip together here uh pretty excited to do that we're gonna go up to frank's stomping grounds and the old ak go up to
2: alaska it's my first time i think it's yours too anthony and bailey yeah. right oh yeah, yeah it's, it's so, a long time coming but uh we finally made it happen <laughs> right on what, what river you, are you guys right fishing uh we're staying right um right on the Kenai and in russian but we have a bunch of little trips mapped out too we're gonna hit up right um, on do a little bit of traveling but it was kind of funny story
1: how it happened we were fishing one day and just kind of threw it out there like hey we should we should go to Alaska. You know what, let's go to Alaska. And Bailey ended up booking a trip and said, "All right, mine's booked." And a couple hours later, Anthony, <laughs> oh, you guys
0: weren't serious about that. <laughs> An- so
2: Anthony booked his. So yeah, um, I kind of booked the trip and then accidentally booked the oh, Airbnb. That that is paid it, paid oops. It full. Yeah, we, we were
1: on we were on Facetime or something on
2: Instagram,
1: and uh, I just everyone just started laughing. I'm like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Well." You better buy your plane ticket because <laughs> hope Air- you can get <laughs> off work because yeah. we're going. <laughs> Airbnb, 2K? Book- yeah. Airbnb is booked for a week, so you better get it. But
0: what time are you guys going? What run are you fishing?
3: Um, one of the dates. I think it's the fifth to the seventeenth. Yeah. I want to say we'll get back on the seventeenth. We're gonna hit the tail end run at like the first sockeye and uh, coho and pink run and then like the second one picks up and starts like right around then too so we're Mm -hmm. gonna hit it pretty good get a decent variety of fish yeah it was
0: luke actually texted me one day and asked he's like dude do you want to go to alaska this summer i was like well i already kind of have plans to go up there for moose season because that's you know right at the tail end of summer you know the beginning of september he's like, well, when are you going? And I was like, well, I, I, cause I normally leave like the beginning of August to set up camps. And then we have bear hunters come in and then moose season starts the beginning of September. He's like, ah, well, then I guess you're not invited. Cause that's right. The same time you guys are going. So yeah, yeah.
1: it, it would have been cool. I mean, we still got, still got some time and a couple other people might, might join us up there, but it's going to be interesting. We're three real knowledgeable fishermen, but have never stepped foot in Alaska, but yeah like,
0: it definitely changes the game when you get into new waters and new fish
1: yeah i think i think we'll be able to figure it out and hopefully end up being pretty successful it might take a day or two to kind of figure out the groove where the fish are how to fish them and mm-hmm. whatnot but i think with all three of our heads together we should be able to figure it out pretty easy i disagree yeah. first day
3: first hour <laughs> first hour we're getting fish we're getting tripled the non-stop first hour. yeah That's all there is to it. (laughs) It don't take us very long to figure out trout waters. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like the idea of taking it all in, I guess, and then just like going after it. But I'm not like doubting at all in my mind that we're not going to catch at least 2,000 fish. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yeah. If If you know
0: at all what you're doing, you're going to be. And we're going,
1: how many days is that? Like the 5th to 17th. So we got 12 days. So like the solid, solid 10 days of
3: fishing yeah all day at, like 16 hours of sunlight too and yeah you know, yeah weather pending but i think it'll be i think it'll be pretty good
1: well we're know. gonna me and bailey both have got quite a bit invested into film equipment and bailey's even got a drone and everything so
0: <laughs> dude i love drone videos like in That's fishing right. videos it's yeah. so sick it makes everything it, it just looks awesome when you're you know, dropping the drone in on top of shit it's awesome
3: we're trying to yeah. We're gonna film something tomorrow. It's uh yeah. What do you for those of you? Hey, that, what are you fishing
1: tomorrow?
3: We're gonna to go do like a little challenge video, but I'll definitely we found like a nice stack of carp that are all piled up in a creek, and uh, we're gonna have like a little challenge video for that. We're gonna just kind of split fifty bucks two ways and see uh, who can pick up. Like we're gonna pick up our own little rod, real combo at Walmart.
1: The Barbie Barbie rod special, yeah, probably <laughs> like
3: a, you know cheap like ten dollars five foot Zebco or something. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on what it is, but we're gonna go can of corn a piece and see who can pull the most carp out of there but i definitely want to fly the drone down and like get videos of like the aerial hookups and mm. then, you know start
0: fishing with there. the drone dude just tie a line to it that's cool. what they do in know. florida i've seen people i've seen videos of people doing it
3: yeah i don't know what not with a carp oh, pull <laughs> yeah that, rip ripper right
0: down <laughs> hey, maybe like, a bluegill yeah
3: you yeah. gotta put the
1: release on it so it snaps off your drone Mm-hmm. yeah i uh i went with one of my buddies the other day we went that uh pond that i was telling you guys about with the monster bluegill and uh sunfish and we went there and we each caught like probably 20 30 bluegill and sunfish but our biggest one was like 11 and a half or 10 and a half 10 and three quarters so not quite big enough for to make the leaderboard for the tournament we're in but they're they're definitely in there so
0: you were telling me about that tournament what there's
1: um it's a it's an all species tournament and um it's just longest fish it's no weight it's longest fish for musky northern carp catfish literally any
3: any species is on there species of fish it's uh it's pretty like laid back easy going it's like just biggest longest fish in each category you just send pictures in yeah they send you a tape measure and you just take the picture of the uh fish with the tape measure next to it has to just like follow their guidelines for it they have to be able to zoom in and like tell it's their tape measure and Mm -hmm. um you know what the size of it is like see it clearly and then they throw you up on a leaderboard and it goes till halloween and then at the end of the day you get uh they give out a bunch of cool stuff that's a long one when did it start Uh like beginning of april i think yeah it's it's a long
1: tournament but and like bailey said they're they're not cash payouts it's all like prizes but they give out mm-hmm. like nice nice uh bait casters and rods and yeah. just tackle and box mm-hmm. like tackle boxes too and it's it's really fun and I mean it's it was only what twenty five bucks to get in. Yeah. So I mean it just cheap. kinda gives you something to fish for and actually um we've mentioned them on here a couple times but uh my buddy Hunter Daniels uh we're going catfishing tomorrow so I think the leaderboard right now is thirty two inches that's so
0: definitely doable
1: yeah so we're gonna go to uh a flathead spot that uh he introduced me to and
0: gonna pull uh, a 40 out
1: yeah i don't i don't think uh well if if they're in there we we've pulled them out way bigger than 32 but if they're in there i don't think we'll have any problem hitting that
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i know i know you anthony have been been doing some catfishing in the past couple years but
2: did you get out this year at all no, so our our spot's a little messed up right now. The uh where the creek comes into the lake, we usually fish. Um there's kind of an island there that you can't get out to unless you have a kayak. And the flow is just all kinds of messed up. But last year I mean we were catching, you know, ten to twenty pound catfish all night long off the beach. Nice. And I got like a probably like a twenty three pounder on the center pin. Yeah, it was really Which was leading the contest. Until I bet sub-tube. that was a good
0: fight on a center pin. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't. Stupid.
2: I thought it was like a rock for the first, you know, two minutes, and it started. Moving. I got nothing. Yeah,
3: <laughs> don't even worry about it.
2: Yeah, he he bent that rod to the cork. I, I thought bet. Sure, it was gonna break. Yeah, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs>
1: Speaking of rods breaking, I think the second or third time I went fishing with you guys, uh, Anthony snapped one of his rods on a sucker. <laughs> I just
3: broke one like three days ago. I broke one of my bait casters. Oh, how'd you do that? I was pulling off like a two pound bass and it like popped right at the bank, snapped back, hit a tree. And I was like, I was gonna
0: say, How did you break off with a two two pound bass? Oh,
3: yeah. I mean, I could change the story up to say it was like 12. Yeah, (laughs) that's a better (laughs) flip. (laughs) Broken on the flip, but no, that was definitely not the case. Nobody would have believed me, especially Pennsylvania, you know? Yeah, you don't find very many 12-pounders in Pennsylvania. (laughs) You don't find very many, like, 6 or 7s in Pennsylvania. No, not at all.
1: Well, we went the other day, and that that one I caught was probably right around that 6 mark.
3: Yeah, I would say between 5 and 6. And
1: that that was a a tough day of
2: fishing. That That was was, terrible. uh It was a tough day getting out there to start out with. I have videos we, coming soon.
3: I,
1: I think we should just recap a little bit to try and give the listeners a visual of what extent we went to
2: to get to this pond. So okay. So, wait. Think I got about it. the yeah. Lewis and Clark expedition. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, just visualize, like, a motorcycle trailer and then visualize a dolly. And then put them together and strap about five kayaks to it. And then walk a mile through the woods Probably more than a mile. Probably a mile it was and probably and a, half, a mile miles. and a half through mud yeah. and hay
1: and up and down and over bridges and, rocks and oh and yeah. my
3: goodness, like big ruts and like it was, it, was nuts. Yeah. it it it
1: took every bit of an hour to get back there.
0: Yeah, that definitely but, sounds like a Lewis and Clark expedition. It was. I hope it, it paid off the, though. How many fish did you get? <laughs> I mean, we pulled probably thirty bass out of there, but yeah. like we didn't
3: get. I mean, the biggest one I popped was probably three pounds. He got like Luke said, he got one that was probably five, six, and then uh, mm-hmm. everything else was just small. But we hit it so bad, it was. Uh,
1: there was a st- monsoon whipping through, like there was a hurricane with. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, there was probably fifteen, twenty mile an hour like gusts, and or oh, like yeah, thirty mile caps. an hour gusts, and like just a solid like twelve to fifteen mile an hour just breeze. So you'd paddle in your kayak for. How big was that, this pond? It was huge. It was, I'd say it'd probably be like a 15, 20-acre pond. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like it's, it's a small lake, and um, but there were a bunch of stumps growing into it, so we, we would paddle up for... The better part of twenty minutes, and then finally hit a stump and try and tie a rope around yeah, it or something. Yeah, just to give yourself a break. So you could get five casts in before you slipped off the stump and mm-hmm. rolled down to the
3: next one. But yeah, and blow you that, the other side of the lake in about thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it, battle it, all I, the way back. Well, yeah.
1: well, what I did actually, I was like, we we did that for like. Four or five hours, like just all day, and I got sick of it. and Was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna work with this. So I would paddle all the way down the lake, throw two rods out. To the other side. (laughs) Yep. I would throw two rods out and just let the wind push me, and it gave me enough action. Actually, I caught a crappie on a KVD, like a five-six or five to eight foot. I think they dive Mm -hmm. KVD, and it was like I don't know, maybe two inches long, and just big old crappie just plugged. Smacked. Yeah, it was. I don't. I don't have any intentions of ever going back to that pond again. No, and, we're we're
0: going back. And,
3: and and unless, at least not unless, unless when it's blowing twenty miles. Unless
1: Bailey texts me and says we're going, then then I'd
3: probably be in. But we're dragging <laughs> the we're dragging the boat out there. And what? If, yeah, uh, that yeah where have new, you been? new plan. We, <laughs> we, what? <laughs> we were just discussing this in the garage before we came over here. Um, just yeah. left you out of the conversation. Well, was, I showed up late, yeah, so... we he got there late, but... Uh, the brains wasn't in the operation. It's totally doable <laughs> to drag a boat out there. Not like a big, giant bass boat, but, like, Luke's got, like, a 14-foot, you know, yeah, aluminum. aluminum boat. Yeah. Trailer's pretty light, so we just hook it up the same way we did last time. It should be relatively easy to get it out there, but if we get a boat out there, a little trolling rig, and uh, we get an anchor in there, I think we'll be looking
2: pretty Yeah, good. it won't be quite as much work sitting yeah. in one spot casting. We can stand it's and slip so and... They're going to yes, drag a boat, and I'm going to go on Amazon and buy an inflatable kayak for 60 bucks. Keep it in your pocket. Put it in my <laughs> backpack and paddle around and laugh at them while they're dragging their boat. By the time they get that already catch I doesn't a pass. I'll bring at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll, bring, we'll go boat fishing, and I'll, I'll bring the boat. Speaking we'll of boat fishing, yeah, actually. we're doing that tomorrow. That's, uh, that's going to be the first time I've been out this year. So I haven't been out at all either. Were you out last year at all? Did you get out, or has it been a few years for you?
0: I know you've been itching. No, I, I think I went one time last year. I just didn't have any time at all last year. Because right now we're usually pretty busy at work. So I didn't really have any time to go. But with all no. the corona bullshit going on, I, I got all the time in the world.
1: So, so. we're going. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I don't know really what the weather's looking like. I, I know it's not supposed to rain, but yeah, I don't hope- think
0: I think it's supposed to be pretty nice. I don't think it's supposed to be windy or anything.
1: Hopefully, yeah. The it's been windy the past couple days, so it's, it was hope- shit
0: last night. Yeah, yeah, I, it was
1: it was a thunderstorm. Yeah, it was,
0: it was ripping, and it was like 90 degrees in this house, and I was trying to sleep, and our power went out, so I didn't even have a fan or anything. I was dying last night. It was ridiculous. So
1: yeah hopefully we can get out. I need to get you guys out there and do that to I got a, a little secret spot we go boat fishing at but I it's can, another
0: one of those super secret spots that nobody yeah.
1: knows about oh yeah super I'm secret
2: sure. except literally everybody <laughs> yeah on er- the west, everyone knows western side of pennsylvania yeah
1: but um if we uh if we go tomorrow um we'll see if there's fish in there, and what we yeah. can do is we can go we can go out on the boat and uh cast for these it, i can almost guarantee they'd hit top water they've never seen a lure in their life you so, talking to carp yeah yeah i mean but it, i know
0: like a lot of fish don't really feed a whole lot when they're spawning i mean I, i've never targeted carp during their spawns so. we
1: are like right now is like almost peak spawn like there's still still a couple moving in that are trailing behind um that haven't started but like the the majority of the carp are going to be Spawning and thrashing tomorrow, yeah. so we're gonna see the water boiling and the weeds. And mm-hmm. I don't know how how easy or how difficult it would be, but I'm still trying to play it back in my head if I should bring the camera or not, because that could be a I pretty would sweet video. You always
0: bring the camera, no matter what.
1: <laughs> I just it's you brought it, the camera
0: t- on our perch fishing trip where we caught two <laughs> friggin' perch.
1: Yeah, but those perch were
2: huge. They were huge. They, they were, were they were big fish. Where's the video?
1: Uh, it didn't get posted because it'd be about a thirty-second thir- <laughs> 30 video. But no, that's thirty that, seconds of quality content, though. That's Just throw that's, a bunch of
0: b-roll in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make it a thirty-minute video. Make it juicy. Uh, that's all you need. You know, you know these videos fish. are.
1: Like, oh man, he's he catches so many fish. It's like I, I was out there for a little while. But <laughs> some days though, it, it's that's why it's fishing. Some days you go out there and absolutely destroy them and catch fish after fish after fish and other days you go like me and bailey we went the first time we went musky fishing it was on we nailed them we went back the next day caught one
3: or not the next day like a weekend later actually we would have probably caught way more that day but they kicked up the water at the oh. reservoir because we were smacking them. Oh, really? we had like five runs in the first like hour and a half and then like they let out water and went forgot up, like, about feet, that killed Just it died yeah yep it was. We were on track for a good day. We got like one,
1: like it was probably what, like sixteen inches or something, little guy, off the corner.
3: Yeah, we got something. Yeah, we got. And we got a smallmouth too. Yeah, you caught. Well, no, you caught that one. I got a nice. I got a nice got one. one. It was probably like twenty nine, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was decent ski, but.
1: Like thirty seven, I'd say it was. Depending, it was like on, depending on the camera pounds. angle. Yeah. <laughs> but. So, back to Alaska, though.
0: Yeah, I was actually just about to bring it back to Alaska. What made you guys
3: pick the Kenai? Well, I'll, all right. First of all, we picked Alaska. We weren't even going to pick Alaska because we were driving to New York to get alcohol because PA sucks. And yeah, <laughs> everything's <open>. closed. <laughs> yep. And, like, we were looking at – like, we were – before all this went down – there was flights to Orlando that Anthony was telling me about. There was like a $30 round trip. He's like, let's go to Florida and send it for like three days. And I was like, Oh yeah. And then it never happened. And then, uh, we were going, we were driving out to New York and, and we were just, you know, talking like, you know what? We should just book a flight for when this is over. Mm This is probably the same price, probably super cheap. So we were looking at Colorado and stuff like that. Utah, maybe hit the green river or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then he's like, "Yo, the salmon runs in the summer," and I'm like, "Oh, right. <laughs> I guess we're going." So we just started looking at that. We, round trip it was like 300 bucks for a flight. Couldn't pass it up. So yeah, that's you know. that's
0: not bad. So Norm- that's like because like, normally when I go up, I want to say my flight like into Anchorage from Erie or Cleveland, wherever I fly out of, up to Anchorage is like around six, seven hundred bucks. So yeah, you're yeah. definitely cutting the price in half. Oh, for sure. We need that extra
3: money for not a of alcohol we're probably gonna buy it. yeah i'm <laughs> sure it'll be a little bit of a party along with the fishing oh yeah we're gonna have a good time up there it's gonna be a little bit of everything but mm-hmm. uh we're excited to experience some alaskan culture and yeah you know well
0: enjoy. that culture is full <laughs> of Alaska alcohol culture. so you'll do you'll fit right in
2: <laughs> what do you guys do catch fish and drink <laughs> Perfect. come with us us too uh, we'll right <laughs> that's all
3: we do up here i'm gonna go with that guy <laughs> But um at the saloon. so did you
0: like do you know anyone that has fished the Kenai? like what made you um finally settle on the
3: Kenai? or it was just something well, you heard about it was the cheapest the cheapest option because if we were to if we were to land in anchorage and go somewhere else we'd have to hop on a prop plane go to some island and go Yeah, to some and that gets expensive yeah so I have a buddy um Brad, he lives down in Pittsburgh he got it up there for years so i I gave him a you know a shot of a text real quick and uh, got some input from him and he was talking about he was in Denali State Park or mm-hmm. whatever. That's where he guided at. But he knew people that fished the Kenai and all that area. And he was like, it's good over there wherever you go, really. Yeah, and, and Denali is a lot farther inland, so they don't yeah. get as good.
0: I mean, they still get the run, but it's not as good as yeah. obviously right on the coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were looking
2: for more of a mix of a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> and, also, and also the chance to you know go explore some uh, lesser-known spots Yeah, see what mm-hmm. else is out there. Yeah, we didn't we didn't
1: want to go up there and go somewhere completely remote and come back empty-handed but we also wanted the option to get away from the huge crowd on the Kenai and the combat fishing and maybe go explore some some other feeder streams or uh like inland lakes that are around that area and try and catch some more more challenging fish because that's always fun when you actually like work hard and finally end up getting that yeah, fish getting like, into the native rainbows
0: yeah. and grayling and stuff like that yeah
1: that'd be that i want to i want to catch a grayling and a and like a dolly and just try and get like almost like one of everything like yeah we were talking about doing like a like a species contest to see like who can catch the most in one day or something mm-hmm. to honestly
0: but, like dolly are my favorite fish to eat i don't really like salmon or anything like mm-hmm. that i've never been a big salmon guy but I was commercial fishing up there when I was in high school and you know, we would keep a lot of fish to eat for dinner and I was like, Yeah, I don't know, I'll have something else but at the sea dollies are super good. I I would definitely recommend those.
1: So when we're up there and we're uh only taking one trip to Walmart the day we get there, and then uh, skip, <laughs> eating get fish from eat, there eating everything else. So yeah, what what, what would you recommend? Week. Seriously, like out of the fish that we we're gonna pull out that we can keep, what what are your favorites? I know you said the dollies. I know your dad likes the silvers. But yeah, the silvers think, aren't terrible, but I don't think we're gonna really hit peak silver. I think they're gonna be just about done by the time we get there. But I, I don't. They'll know be a whole pretty lot much, much
0: done running, but you won't have like zombies. Like if you see a king, it'll be a zombie. Like you right. won't be keeping any kings. But some of a lot of the silvers you're gonna find won't be totally spawned out, so they won't be bad to eat. But I don't really like. But I'm not a good person to gauge it off of because I don't like salmon that much. So yeah. But definitely, if you catch dollies, keep those. And grayling are very good, too. Yeah,
1: and that's that's another thing. We're so unfamiliar with the area. We got to look up and study a little bit the regulations yeah. and, um, like, hook sizes and where you can fish, like, tandems or if you can or split shot distance and everything because we don't, we don't really know. Like, up here, we know our regulations, like, the back of our hand. But yeah. we're going to have to really, really buckle down because the game enforcement up there is...
3: Insane. yeah they don't play around up there no but that's where you guys got me i read the i read the regulations book for last year like twice at least like the parts that i feel like we're gonna you know be encounter in. and I, I i mean i've done my research on google maps like i've looked at every single creek that flows into the entire Kenai peninsula like i know where i want to go i know where we want to target and like mm-hmm. i know where we're gonna hopefully hit more trout and dollies and you know salmon and stuff like that but uh the best place that i've found that i think will fit our you know type of fishing is deep creek and that's a uh I mean, that's you can fish for just about anything out of there there's like no close season for salmon and like trout out of there like i know in the, some of the tributaries that flow into the upper russian river you can only target trout if you see salmon up there they're spawning and they're spawning grounds and you can't you yeah can't they don't have to get them. up but yeah but deep creek you can uh you can fish and keep anything out of there uh, at least in the time frame that we're going to be there for yeah. sure, except for the king salmon, obviously. But yeah. um, they have, they have. You can use. Uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure you can only use one hook for that. I'm not sure. I got to check that again. But you're allowed to use regular bait and flies and pretty much anything with the same rule the split shot, 18 inches above the hook and stuff like that. But the regulations are a little more lenient down there than they are up in like the Kenai and the Russian, which yeah. is, you know. Which is better because I like versatility. I like yeah. to to, <laughs> Especially if you're drinking, you, like to drink to to you don't have so. to think about all those. Moves. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, You've gotta have a flask at all times. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm just excited because like the closest I've ever been to like that big water is in the past couple of years I've explored a little bit up in New York, which is I mean nowhere near Alaska, but I mean they no, got they, still they, get they decent got the, salmon runs. they got the the salmon runs that come up through there and like some I know Alaska doesn't have big browns, but just the the size and the caliber of fish that move out of ontario there's
0: not like big browns but we've caught some monster rainbows up and you're not really going to be about like where i've spent a lot of my time but still there's some hog rainbows up there so if you catch any rainbows there you got a chance of catching a you know a once in a lifetime rainbow yeah 30 plus inch wild
1: would be pretty
2: pretty crazy Mm mm-hmm
1: yeah, we're we're gonna go fish. The next next trip is uh, New Zealand, and we're gonna catch a thirty pounder. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna That'll have to triple day. our plane ticket price. But yeah, might wait for another virus or something
3: to hit. You can get a real even I, with the virus, what... it was still like two grand. Yeah, trust me, I looked. <laughs> <laughs> we already tried that too. That was our first. That was our first option. Before Alaska was even yeah. like a thought. Yeah,
1: but I know. Like I said, that's really the closest I've been. But I know Anthony, you you've spent a little more time. Actually, I shouldn't say a little, a lot more time in New York than I have fishing for salmon and whatnot. Like, what's what's your like favorite type of like stream fishing? Because I know like Bailey said, he he loves catching carp and catfish like that Southern style. And I'm more I like I like going out on my boat and catching catching the muskie and and the walleye and yeah, stuff and like that. Yeah, you grew up on Lake Erie. And, so. Yeah, and uh, I do. I mean, I absolutely love trout fishing, but. I know you've you've got a lot of salmon in your day. Like, what's what's your bread and butter now?
2: Yeah. So growing up in Philly, um, the Salmon River is actually the closest uh, tributary, driving-wise. It's about three hours from Philadelphia. Um, So that's not
1: that's not terrible. No,
2: it's just like geography-wise, like it's from Erie, it's like four and a half five hours driven that too, and it's not fun. (laughs) Um, But that's like the main river to catch salmon out of up in New York, obviously. Um, And they have you know giant Salmon
1: River with salmon. Who would have thought?
2: Right. It's like world renowned. Yeah. I figured it'd be yeah.
0: one of those trick names where they tell yeah. people it's, salmon it's the, the salmon river. think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, to be
2: fair, last year it really sucked, so I mean
0: Yeah, that's that, also it true. It wasn't every, quite the salmon
2: every, river though. Every, every trip Everywhere, was off yeah. though.
1: The the lake flipped and pushed some fish
2: out and it was just that whole last year was just awkward. Yeah, it was the salmonless River. Yeah. Salmon-less um, <laughs> so anyways. But yeah, anyway, um so I've been going up there since I was like you know, could hold the rod and not get pulled in by a 40-pound fish. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, I got pretty good at catching salmon. And, uh, I mean on that river you catch a trout during the salmon run it's like a big deal like you know people like start celebrating That's the trophy <laughs> yeah it's like you know you you catch a you know a 12 pound steelhead and like it's like you like became jesus and ascended from the heavens <laughs> yeah and like everybody gathers around like oh my god you caught a trout yeah but and you know it's not really what i'm looking for but yeah, yeah i caught yeah it. everybody like celebrates and like high fives and you know all that kind of stuff um when when you say salmon to like the people
1: that really don't don't know a whole lot and think like, oh, salmon that, oh, that's only in Alaska. Like, what what types of salmon are swimming in the in the rivers that you're targeting?
2: Yeah, so out of Ontario, it's mainly chinook or king salmon, and you know, up that. Yeah, that's them.
0: the thing about salmon. Like every salmon has like three oh, names yeah. depending oh, yeah. on yeah. where
2: you're at talking about. Dog salmon, about, but...
1: chum salmon, like every, yeah, hundred uh, percent chinooks, kings,
2: so like, like silvers, reds, like the majority anyways. you're gonna see is uh, as a king salmon, but uh, I mean to eat them they taste they taste terrible it's like you <laughs> know it's like get a tree like you know they, they make the joke you cook the salmon on a, a wood plank and eat the wood instead yeah. throw the yeah. salmon away we and actually made a joke about <laughs> yeah. that with carp, for dude. eating
1: carp yeah that's yeah. honestly that's probably pretty similar
2: eating a zombie king is honestly about eating would eat carp. carp yeah honestly <laughs> but they also have um atlantic salmon which are actually the natives that have been there forever and they're trying to reintroduce them and those are pretty cool to catch but you know you don't I, want you don't want to keep them because they can actually like spawn and go back yeah. to the lake and uh, run more than once which is rare for salmon um and then there's the coho salmon which are they turn bright red um, fire trucks yeah when they run and that's that's fire what truck. i'm really after them up there because they fight like bulldogs Yeah. And, you know you see a big fire engine salmon coming at you you want to catch that and yeah. to eat them they taste pretty good because i mean they don't really die until you know february march so they stick so around the catch river a them, long they're, time.
1: They're not, not falling apart and mm-hmm. have growths on them like the kings yeah, do. That's the yeah. one thing that
0: kind of sucks about, you know, when a lot of the salmon that you catch, you know, once they start spawning, they come, like, up in Alaska, they come from the saltwater to mm-hmm. the freshwater. You know, the, after a couple mm-hmm. weeks, you know, they're, they are yeah. they ain't worth a shit to eat. You oh, know, yeah. You're just catching them for fun. Yeah, they're, right.
2: they're fun to catch and they're cool looking, but most of the time, I don't usually eat fish, so I just kick them back in anyway, but... yeah. I mean, you'll see dudes walking out with ropes full of fish with flesh falling off, and you're just like, "You really gonna eat that? Dude? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I don't know about that one, dude. Yeah, big male, not even full, not even yeah. a female full of eggs or anything. Yeah. Just like useless. Yeah, yeah, roasted in the sun all day, and you, you caught it, you know, first light, and you slept on a rope on the bank, and you could, you get right? you can pick it up one.
1: by its head, and it's as stiff as a board, just sticks straight out. <laughs>
3: it's delicious. <laughs> so, is that a difference between? Uh, like Alaskan king salmon and like the ones that we have like introduced into the great lakes like, is the reason why they turn like bright red up there because they come from salt water into the fresh water or is that just like the strain of king salmon that's like introduced into our great lake? I
0: don't know 100% about the biology. Cause I'm, you know, I'm not a biology major. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're asking questions above my <laughs> yeah. pay grade, but um, I would, my assumption is that, yeah, it is because they're coming from the salt to the fresh, but what I learned like when I was king salmon fishing, or not king's fishing, but when I was commercial fishing is like obviously they're born in the river. You know, and
1: commercial come. fishing, what are you what are you talking about? Like for people who don't know what a commercial fishing is. It's net
0: fishing, you know, catching, yeah. you know, ten thousand like, pounds of salmon in a when day you, when you go
1: net. to the store and you buy a pack of sushi that's got raw king salmon in it, yeah. That's Frank put that fish I there. Yeah. Frank, me, Frank caught every king salmon that's at yeah. Giant Eagle. if you flip, the, if you
3: flip the pack Everyone. over and you look really closely, there's a little picture of his face. it. I was my on signature on all. of yeah.
0: them. You're welcome, Anyways. Martha. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know they're born in the river and then they go out to out to sea up in Alaska, and you know, so that's what I'm basing my knowledge off of because I don't do a lot of salmon or trout fishing around you know Pennsylvania or up in New York. But when they go out to see, when they come back and we're catching them, you know, during the commercial season, they have, when they age them, there's two numbers to the age. Like if it's like a 2-2 two, two, or a 1-2, they age them, they have so many years in the river. The first number is the river age, and then the second number is the ocean age. So then like the bigger ones, like back when the King Run was huge, it, it's dwindled a lot in the last, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years. But they you know the monster kings that people were catching would you know spend a couple years in the river and then they'd go out and they'd spend four years in the ocean so that's where you know how they age them it's not like you have a six year old fish it'll be yeah. a two-four, okay. is so I, two four Okay. how they two
1: them. river years and four ocean years yeah exactly gotcha. that's that's kind of a cool way to look at it too how do they how do they judge that like
0: I honestly and I don't know anything about biology. Yeah, it's (laughs) way out of my paper. but there's biologists, you know, we, we would hear about the biologists all the time and we would have to like listen to the radio all the time because they would open and close our seasons all the time, like throughout the day, just because they have counters in the river. So they'd want so many fish to get up the river and, you know, once they have the number they want up the river, they say, okay, you know, commercial fishermen can keep, you know, as many fish as you want and so that's how what, how we would have to do it. So, but they don't. I don't know how they age them. I have literally no idea how they mm-hmm. decipher if one's a two, two or a mm-hmm. two three or however. I have no idea. But back to your question about you know the salt changing their color. I feel like that would have something to do with it, but I've never really experienced. I've never caught it, a king in New York or so. They
1: uh, look uh, like brown a, and black and their skin falls off they don't get pretty
3: muddy fish like a so they turn into zombies carp that's a king salmon (laughs) yeah carp (laughs)
0: that's
1: a king salmon so but i don't that's what i don't get but those the cohos they get
3: bright red so why don't the kings speaking of bright red fish were you up in alaska last year Mm -hmm. okay tell me about that record sockeye run because you were mentioning the sonars, and I, I think that's interesting how they like count every fish that goes into the river and then they base the regulation on how much fish, fish you can keep based mm-hmm. on how many are running. Yeah. But like, what was that sockeye run like? Because that's crazy. That's so many fish. It was like, what, like 300 million or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they
0: definitely had a record run. But the problem with that was last year, most of those fish didn't even spawn because they had like a record hot year. Mm -hmm. so a lot the water was way hotter than they normally spawn in so a lot of the fish were dying before they even spawned so they had a record number of fish up the river but in two years they're not going to have a record number of fish coming out so whether or not that'll you know in five six years when those fish should be coming back in you know how that'll change the run i don't know but they, they had a lot up the river. I didn't really get to fish it, because when I'm up there, I'm not there for fishing, really. You know, I do a little bit of fishing, but I'm mostly there for hunters. So, and I didn't really get much of the sockeye. I got a little bit of the silvers, but I didn't do much sockeye fishing. So, a lot of that has to do with the water temperature and how well the spawn went, you know, for future mm-hmm. years when people come back to fish them. And it definitely was not a good year for the spawn. It was a great year for the run, but not the spawn.
1: When you're when you're up there doing like the commercial fishing and whatnot, like, do you have guys that are targeting salmon in the salt water, like before they spawn, like out there trolling or trying to catch like fresh kings or just like almost like sports fishermen's? Like I know in Ontario, there's thousands of guys that go out there and troll for king salmon in three, four hundred foot of water, well before they even come into the streams. Like, do people? Do that in alaska or is that just kind of like yeah you there's just always fish in the stream so you just wait till they come in
0: honestly i don't really
1: know because i'm not
0: where i was commercial fishing wasn't out in the salt water i was in brackish water you know mm-hmm. in the mouth of the rivers okay so i don't really know for that and where i'm at you know i was i worked for a guy that was a set netter so we worked off of the shore but then there's drift netters that work out of boats out in the water and they're not very nice people. So they, if anyone else gets near them, they're flipping, they're flipping out. So I never saw a sport fisherman out in the bay where mm-hmm. we were commercial fishing. We got shut down for uh, like several days out in the bay, but we were allowed to fish in the river. And we saw sport fishermen up in the river. But as far as out in the bay goes, I never saw a sport fisherman.
1: Mm-hmm. Just because I know, I know they go out for like halibut and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, up there, but I just Linkod. didn't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, like if if I if I was up in Alaska, like you bet I would take my boat out there and try and catch a sixty pound <laughs> king that's cromer than can be.
3: Like yeah. that would be yeah. an oh, insane fight, the best eating right there. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And we actually would catch a couple of kings once in a while while we were you know had our nets out because the nets are sized for the fish, so you wouldn't really get much bycatch. But once in a while, a king would just get its bottom jaw tangled up in your net. And the one guy that had a sight right next to us caught, like, a 60-pounder. Wow. And it was insane. Like, I, I can't even describe this fish. It was a monster.
1: I'd be... I'm, I'm hoping that... I know we're not going to be catching kings and whatnot, but, like, the biggest steelhead I've ever caught around here is probably, like, I don't know, 10, 11 pounds, maybe. So I'm just excited to, like, on my fly rod... To catch a hopefully maybe 15 or poke that 20 25 pound range up there, Um, that would just be unreal. I mean, I've caught Kings and Browns in New York that are uh, 25 pounds or well, probably like like more towards that 18 pounds, and the Kings Mm -hmm. are like maybe that 20 at the max. But I just am tickled pink to think that i'm gonna be in alaska and could have a fresh salmon on that's 20 pounds just yeah. screaming down the river mm-hmm. That's gonna I mean, be nuts
2: it's more the thought that like anything's possible yeah yeah like, exactly anything mm-hmm. yeah when,
1: when we're fishing it's like okay i'm gonna catch a browner or a salmon i'm gonna catch a steelhead mm-hmm. like you know what you're gonna catch around here <laughs> i don't know yeah, if you, <laughs> you get real
0: crazy you might catch a smallmouth this time of year yeah
3: but yeah you throw in anything up in alaska is like yeah, like you dabbling, you know. Mm-hmm, you never know mm-hmm. what you're gonna hook up with. Salmon,
1: so. this salmon, that salmon, trout, dolly. Trout, like... grayling, dolly. <laughs> Ooh, a northern. Tar. Like an yeah, yeah. occasional pike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly,
0: when I'm up there, that I since I don't like salmon at all, I mm-hmm. spend all my time northern fishing. That's like my go to thing.
1: Other now like certain I know it's different in every spot, but do you ever get into like big northerns up there? I know that there's so many of them so they kind of compete each other out so they don't get monstrous but like what what size do you get up there
0: i've never gotten to any like monster northerns you know like 24 to 36 i think i caught like a 39 one time but they're never like super chunky healthy fish you know you're not gonna i've never caught like a 20 pound northern up there you know it's they're pretty average size northerns you know just normal stuff that we would catch around here but I know people that have caught some monsters, but I've never been. Do you in... eat your northerns up there? Because oh, I know yeah. some people Big love time. them. Yeah, I love them. That's one of my favorite fish to
1: eat, honestly. Really? They're good, yeah. If you can learn how to fillet them, I guess. I know mm-hmm. some people, yeah. they're a pain in the butt, and you get a bone y every bones. bite. Yeah.
3: We catch a lot of them up in Minnesota, and they're, uh, they're a pain to fillet. But I'll tell you yeah. what, you put in the time. They're, they're Yeah, they're definitely good. They're a hella good fish on the fry. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So. I,
1: uh... I had a guy who, actually, two complete opposite reactions. Um, I was catching musky, and uh, the first one I threw back, and a guy was absolutely baffled that I threw the fish back because it was over the the forty inch, so I could have could have bagged it, and it might be, so thirty six. It's forty. Forty 40? is the legal yeah, that's what limit. I yeah. Yeah.
0: But so, I, honestly, I've never met a musky fisherman, like someone that actually cares about musky fishing i've never seen somebody keep a fish
1: no I've, no I've never kept a musky in my life but me w- what i'm saying is uh that guy was baffled that i threw that fish back and was telling me how how great musky taste and they're like a, they're like way better like if you like northerns then oh my god you're gonna love musky and but <laughs> i love so, catching them a little bit more yeah, yeah. so i put them back and then i actually i mean it was a nice fish so i wanted a picture with it so uh had it down in the water and uh picked it out of the water for uh a picture and this was ways later and I had it out of the water for maybe like 100% honestly maybe 15 20 seconds which yeah to some musky fishermen oh my goodness that's terrible but yeah. um as long as you get it out of the water you you bump board it get its measurement take your quick picture get it back and they're I've never had a muskie that struggled to, to get back. I mean, if yeah. the water's a lot hotter and whatnot, <clears throat> Yeah, they're you might a wanna, lethargic. Yeah, yeah. might want to keep it in the water more, but when the water's ice cold and whatnot, I mean, if you have the right equipment and heavy enough line and everything, you can bring them in real quick without stressing them yeah. out, they're they're pretty resilient fish.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you said, it's about having the right tackle. If you don't have the right tackle with a muskie, you can stress them out super quick. Well,
1: if anybody mm-hmm. saw that, Video the guy in the bay, like yeah, oh my like, god, you know, I mean, that that broke
0: my heart. I was crying. A thirty-year-old
3: fish, easy. That yeah, that fish
1: abused. was enormous, and he beat it up with four-pound line. Like he was bobber yeah. fishing or perch fishing or something. He caught it on an emerald shiner and. Obviously, wasn't his target fish, so you can't... Yeah, it probably took I mean, him a
0: half hour to yeah, you it can't, in. Yeah, you can't right? get
1: mad at the guy because you never know what you're going to catch. Yeah, it wasn't but, his fault so, that he hooked up with but it. But the yeah. way that he treated that fish was yeah. just... I mean, I, I get it. You're If you're going to keep a muskie and you're going to eat it, then that's what you got to do. Then, okay, keep the muskie. But if you're not going to keep it and throw it back... Take like, care of then, it. Yeah, then why would you beat it up and let it die and sink to the bottom?
3: Like, yeah. that's just... I will give him one thing, and like I barely even want to give him this little bit of credit, but he actually <laughs> threw it back, which is very surprising because a lot of these guys you see down at Fish the Pier, like you never know, like most of yeah. them go there, they catch, they keep whatever they catch, and they leave. Like that musket mm-hmm. could have easily ended up in the freezer. Yeah. The uh,
1: it might it as well have, though, because he, yeah, he bounced of it the off day, the rocks yeah. and mm-hmm. it, it floated and went belly up, and then he went down and didn't revive it, but just pushed it down into the deeps so i no mean no one was looking at it yeah that, yeah that that fish i i have all confidence that it laid right on the bottom yeah, like where it, it that's, where def- it was that's in. definitely dead yeah. Well, he had his whole
2: forearm in the fish's gills like yeah uh, <laughs> holding those... the fish by its you know neck and that's just was... oh, i mean yeah, like just you can't, can't
3: hold a big fish by its gills no. Like, no it's just like they tell you like from day one like angling 101 like you never never even you gotta weigh support a big its body by its gills like, yeah you put it in the net you weigh it and subtract the net weight like yeah you know, and that guy just, uh, the fact that his hand didn't even get, you know, torn up from the. I know he, he had a big old glove on though. So oh, he did uh, yeah, I can almost
1: imagine hard. how that went that he was, he, he was, at the he was <laughs> he, yeah, he was perch fishing and then, yeah. Oh crap. Hey, someone, now I got it up on the bank, go run to the car, get the glove, put it on. Like, I, I don't know what happened, but it, it just, like you said, broke my heart to watch that thing float
3: away. Yeah. Oh man. Surprised it wasn't, it wasn't, I'm surprised that it wasn't shared more on a bunch of different pages.
0: I know. I thought the it same thing. It was not cause... shared.
3: Like I had people that like don't even fish share it on Facebook mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, who are these people? Like, yeah. But you know. it wasn't on any like legitimate fishing page. And I thought for sure that would have been a big topic because like that's you know mm-hmm. you don't catch a fifty pound muskie in the fifty inch range, especially out of Lake Erie very yeah, often. Like exactly. that's that's something else right there. But. Of all the people that could have caught it, you know, you yeah, could've...
0: definitely could have been somebody else. Yeah, for
3: sure. Yeah. I mean, like like you said, not knocking the guy because like you can't help but you hook. Yeah, it but...
0: was a total accident, but the way like, he you treated could've... the fish afterwards. Yeah, you know... there
3: could have been people around to help out with that situation because like a, a muskie, no matter what, it's always a two three person fish. Like, oh yeah. You know, I'm I'm very good at what I do, and the, even the one well, I caught well, with Luke, it was only you like go. 37 it's... inches. We, we were both like working together and trying to film. Like we were, you know, I both fish we caught were out of the water for a couple minutes max yeah you even. unhook them in Maybe the a net minute in the water the, yeah. yeah they stayed not, in the yeah net not, the not whole even time. yeah
1: not even out of the water but like in our possession for a minute minute oh, and a half were, but they were
3: in the air away from the water for no more than like 40 seconds the yeah. rest of the time was spent sitting in the net yeah in the right. water mm-hmm. for sure you
1: adjust it get a picture throw your throw it on your bump board and get it right back in the water and yeah th- those fish though we we they say yeah you hold them upright and kind of let them get their bearings and let them go but we would dip their nose back in the water and they're they're just ready to a, rip pull a piss and vinegar and they're going
0: yeah but
3: speaking of musky the uh if you guys want to head over to my youtube channel and check out the video it dropped about 45 minutes ago and uh you'll see we're not kidding with the release that yeah both fish took right off like couldn't hold on to them yeah. at all but uh they, they do a couple they're gator interested. rolls as you're
1: holding on to them. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you, want, you don't want to hold on to them when they're doing that because we're, we're bank fishing and there's just rock ledges and everything. So you don't want to hold them too long or even when you reel them in, you want to get them to the surface and get that net under them because those fish don't know any better than to beat themselves up on the rocks trying yeah, to get exactly. your hook out of them. So mm-hmm. you just got to really take care of the fish and if you are going to target them and doing it for the sport, then uh, just realize what you're doing and that if you do mistreat them get ready for the heat because a lot of them guys musky fisher are, fish pissed. are, are uh, pretty pretty serious about it
0: yeah that's definitely the case musky fishermen are some of the most serious people about caring for fish that i've ever seen yeah so I've heard Anthony's never caught
3: a muskie before. Never once. That's he knows how I, to do it. Yeah, He's just <laughs> sitting over there quiet what? like All he knows how to do I is hope nobody them. brings it up. Well, oh, You know that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I can pull muskie pictures right now. Yeah. I know. I'm kidding. But, but your track record this year I had to give you a little bit. <laughs> I mean,
2: I've only tried once, and it was, yeah. you know.
1: Well you, well, you you guys were going to go again this weekend, but we're as gonna you said, you. are going to go tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah you're going to go tomorrow morning and then kind of stumble on some carp and realize that – your fish of ten thousand
2: casts or uh. A fish of one cast. Yeah, one yeah. cast. Then, uh, I mean, I just called him know. and I was like, "We can go catch muskie, but if we don't catch anything, I know there were sixty carp. We're we we could go, go catch one muskie or fifty carp. It you took you all of about thirty seconds for me to change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "But I want to catch a muskie." I was like, "No, you want to catch fifty carp." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, right. you know what? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But well,
4: that's
1: uh, I'm. I'm excited, um, cause like you said, you were gonna go tomorrow. Um, I'm going, like I said earlier, flathead fish. Well, catfishing, but I my goal tomorrow. I mean, I love catching channel cats, and any catfish is cool. But I want to get that that 20 pound flathead on the end of my line, cause those things are just yeah. We don't rips. usually catch
0: a whole lot of flatheads.
1: We get mostly
0: channels around around in, in Lake the, Erie. there
1: yeah. I've heard of flatheads in Lake Erie, and a lot of people like channel cats can. You catch a lot of channel cats, a lot of them look different than others, but yeah. when you catch a flathead like you, you know, know it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like I I've had people show me pictures, like, yo, look at this flathead I caught and I'm like, eh, that's, that a, a, that's, that's just kind that, of a brown that's, that's channel. A really brown yeah. channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh so we'll hopefully have some pictures up on our page uh after this weekend of some flatheads, um to show you guys so you can actually tell what's a flathead button. Yeah. Another thing you said comparison. said that you've uh you've caught a couple or seen people catch a couple out of Erie. I have also heard stories I personally have never seen one but of blue cats in Lake Erie.
0: I've never seen one or I've never even seen well, somebody catch one I uh, leave it yep my buddy
1: Levi um told him no he didn't catch one but um he knows somebody stupid he, story here comes yeah. a story <laughs> yeah oh, no boy but anyways uh he's he's grown up on the lake and I have fished with him, and you know he how, definitely knows yeah, what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, you you know fishermen get the get the wrath that oh they say they caught this and only caught this or get seven they, or eight beers and yeah a yeah, yeah <laughs> fish thirty yeah that that uh, six pound bass I caught earlier could easily turn into a ten pound bass at the state end of the record. night yeah, yeah so I I dumped a state record yeah but um, yeah. picker <laughs> picker didn't happen yeah. So um, that's that's why like I I trust Levi. He's a he's a valid source and yeah, uh, I, agree. I said earlier we need to get him on here because he's got forty years of experience fishing Lake Erie. And... I
0: always forget how old Levi is, like when we're fishing with him. Because yeah. you know, me and Luke are pretty much the same age and Levi always comes with us and he doesn't look as old as he is. And yeah, you know, he's like telling stories. I'm like, how old
1: are you, dude? <laughs> yeah. He's he's like talking like back when like the plants on uh, the shorelines of the bay were running, and me and Frank are like, "What? plane has been <laughs> shut down for thirty years. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> but let's be real.
3: You've never heard. I've never heard of a person named Levi that's like been old. Every Levi I know is like twenty. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Levi. I, Levi is
1: forty-nine right now. No. I don't. He might be. He's that? He, no way. Yeah, because 40 I'm. years
3: on the lake. No. Up nine he. When he, he's, he I mean. he's He's
1: thirty-nine. Yeah, okay, I believe or that. Or 40. Because I'm, yeah, because at work, I'm 19. The next buddy for me is 29. And then Levi was 39. Then a girl was 49. And then our painter was 59. Like, we, it just, it was weird how, like, our ages all lined up exactly 10 years apart. But yeah, Levi's 20 years older than me. So, but we'll, we'll get him on here and he can give us a little. Yeah, he definitely knows what he's talking intel. about when it comes think, to Lake Erie. I think he's up to. Well, see, he's almost pushing that 20 mark this year for uh, walleye. Catching blue fr- cats. Yeah, yeah, he's got 20 <laughs> blue cats out of Lake Erie. No, uh, 20 walleye from shore, and that's, that's not bad. When you when you think walleye fishing Lake Erie, you're like, oh yeah, you can go out and catch 20 in a day. But catching yeah, catching 20 water. from from standing on the bank is yeah. is another story.
3: Mm-hmm. It's a Fun time doing that though. Nothing it is nothing like, like a walleye crashing a Rapala F13 off the top. That's, yeah. yeah, that's fun. That's, yeah. And, he caught a black, just listening to the sound and mm-hmm.
1: he caught a 30 inch lake trout doing that from shore like 10 foot of water he was fishing for really? uh yeah it was actually the first time he went out uh he caught a brown trout and uh sent me a picture and was like dude i just i was fishing for walleye and just caught this oh, nice brown this, yeah. and uh that's I, not a brown buddy well <laughs> no like said, no latitude whoop, and longitude whoop,
3: whoop. now no <laughs> just no it, yeah i did no it
1: was it was a it was a brown And I was like, yo, Bailey. I was like, my buddy just smacked this brown from shore. And he's like, dude, that's sick. And half hour later, Levi texted me and was like, yo. And I was like, what? And he dropped a picture of a lake trout. I was like, you just caught a Where brown. Where are you? Yeah, you was caught a brown reason? and a lake trout. Yeah, this was a couple of weeks ago. Where and were we
3: when you were telling me this? Yeah. cause we were fishing I, or something. Yeah, I, I think we. I forget. You know what? I think we were musky fishing. We might have. Yeah, we're we driving back from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: uh, I was like, oh my god, he just caught a brown and then a in a lake trout in like half an hour, and then like 20 minutes later, drops another Dude. pick, yeah, and caught a walleye. He caught three fish what? in like an hour. And there were three different species, and they were all nice fish. So I was like, um, "Where are you? <laughs> Please help! I'm, I'm on my way." <laughs> but That's no, he he just knows those shorelines, and um, mm-hmm. we're we're getting there with the streams. I mean, Bailey can post a picture, Anthony posts a picture. I think I think even Anthony, who's been here less time than me, but has spent more time on the water. There'll be a picture, and Anthony's like, oh, I know where that's at. I know where that's at. He's like, oh, I know where that's at. Sure. And I'm like, how do you well, guys know where I am? I-, I I send you guys a picture, and you're like, oh, you're, you're right over here. And I'm like,
2: stay out of my spot. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I Bailey knows this. Like, we're not – we live here, but we're not locals. So, like, when yeah. you move here, like, nobody will tell you shit. Yeah. Nothing. So, like, if you don't put the miles on, you don't walk and find shit for yourself, like, you're not going to know anything.
1: Yeah, and that's, and that's the best way. Somebody can tell you, but I can tell you, like, not to – make me sound like a bad guy but people who aren't real decent to me or have an arrogant attitude and then think they're the best and ask me about fishing i'll send them on a wild goose chase and tell them that there's this is where you need to go and i've never
3: caught a fish there in my life so go to 13 yeah, mile creek go yeah 13 Creek is mile. famous. <laughs> yeah we so, made 13 mile creek famous yep. so they're yeah all you, there everyone go there yeah
1: yeah <laughs> 13 mile creek erie pennsylvania but now if you like you said, you gotta put the miles in. If you're the one who wants to catch fish, the best way to do it's for you to get out there and catch them. Like you can't listen to somebody and expect. You gotta the put best. in
3: the work. Yeah, that's what drives me nuts about the fishing world today. Everyone wants everything spoon fed to them, and like that's a big problem with Erie and a lot of guys, especially from like out of town. They just they expect people to tell them where everything's at. Like. And I get you're not local, but it's a simple just check the internet, read the gauges, check out the cameras, look at the water, and just judge it. You know, and, it's and sometimes it's not, I'm not it's not that hard. I mean we're, I don't think we're it not is. the most no, we're not the most stingy people
1: out there. Like I mean, you've you've showed yeah, you've showed me some of your spots and I've showed you <laughs> some of mine, but it's kinda like give and take. I mean there's I'm, i I and you've been there or you've never fished it, but you've known where some of the places are and I mean just just sharing information is all part of it. But when you get the guy who thinks he knows it all, and then after he told you he knows everything, asks for your help, I'm, I'm not going to give it to you.
2: Yeah. You know, I think my mentality comes from a few different places. You know, one being, like we just talked about, you know, moving here and, you know, kind of putting the lake work in myself, and, you know, I want to give it the information up. Another would be, like, you know, I got on the side. So yeah. if I give you a spot that's stacked with fish and I want to take a client there. That's yeah. kind of dumb on me because that's taking money out of my pocket because then I work harder to get client on fish. I know they're mm-hmm. there. So, mm-hmm. why would I just give some random dude in my DMs on Insta a pin drop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, there's plenty of them I get all the time, like, you know, and I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just. Yeah, you know, but, Yeah, I know what you're you know. saying. Yeah. No, that's the crazy part how we, we know every inch of
3: pretty much every creek, pretty close to it. And we've been fishing the streams around here for. You know, I I started steelhead fishing when my dad never really took me out fishing. He wasn't big on it. He's more of a, you know, hunter. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I started, like, steelhead fishing when I got my license and I could drive. Yeah. That's when I started, like, you know, learning stuff. But I fished the streams hard for the last, like, five, six years. And so has he. And... Anthony and I never even knew each other existed. And like the way we got like you know, was like, you were talking about that earlier. We got yeah. introduced together in, in a really interesting way. And uh, we got brought together. Uh, we're going to have a huge shout-out to... Is it
1: podcast-appropriate for this? We're gonna, no. We, we yeah. can make it podcast-appropriate. <laughs> we, <make it laughs> we can make it podcast-appropriate. Big shout-out
3: to Brad Porter for uh, <laughs> bringing us together on this. but The legend of medieval k So, this kid... <laughs> Breadball Porter. Brad <laughs> I know Porter, you're listening. A lot of people... A lot of people know him just because he's all over the place on you know he's just always posting stuff and commenting on things and anyways uh he added the two of us together in a group chat after he would dm me just talking like literally just talking not even you know asking me for information just like really hey what's going on like just stuff like that whatever you know and uh at the time i think he was like maybe 16 17 years old and, uh, he was doing the same thing with Anthony. And then one day he, like, threw us in a chat together. And so, naturally thinking, I thought him and Anthony were good friends. Yeah. So, Anthony's, like, you know, kind of, you know, just, we're shooting, like, sarcastic, like, comments back and forth, just kind of busting each other's balls. You know how it yeah. is, you know, Tip guys them. talk. And, uh, and the one day I messaged him on the side, and I was just like, "Yo, I was like, so how long have you known Brad?" And he's like, "I've never." <laughs> I met don't him know this <laughs> dude. He's <laughs> like, "I've never, <laughs> never even met him," and I'm like, "Wait a minute." And you want to like, hang out? <laughs> I was like, "Same." And then we ended up our first trip together. I took him. I, this just tells you how I knew he was, you know, a good dude from the start. And I took him to one of my best wild brown spots, like, in this whole state. Like, mm-hmm. it's incredible here. You can almost guaranteed catch a 20 plus every time you go there yeah and uh so i took him there the first time we ever fished together and like i was like man what if this is a backfire and this dude blows up (laughs) this guy's gonna bring 20 friends (laughs) yeah and uh so we fished together we had a good time and like that was it and then he's just like how we never know and like you know each other on the streams or like run into each other like it's just you know, mm-hmm. it's just weird
2: how it happens, but it would have never happened if Brad Porter didn't throw us together. <laughs> <Chris>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the crazy part is like, as much as we fish and like, you know, I worked at Wegmans for a time and he works at Wegmans. We worked at the same time. And we didn't think, like know each other. Store. We didn't even know each yeah. other. Yeah. Weird.
0: That's crazy. You guys did the same things inside of work and outside of yeah. work. And never yeah. even knew each other. I do no who he was.
3: Yeah. It's so weird how I, like it all. Like the more we got to know each other, like the more like it, you know, it all kind of like, The more the stones were set in place for it, and I was just like, wow. It's like, we really did a lot of the same shit, and we had no idea, you know? And it's just cool that now you got two elites just run eerie
1: <laughs> yeah, we well, I mean, well, we'll <laughs> call it very we'll run run leets, you know. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll loosely use well, that term we're, we're just kind of
2: those guys that always catch fish but like make it a joke and just don't really we have care. fun with it yeah, a lot that, of fun. yeah we've we're talked about that on
1: almost every podcast that yeah. yeah why are you doing it if you're not having fun exactly i
3: mean we're i'm not gonna say right now that we're not really good at Catching, you know, trout and steel. Oh, yeah. Because we are yeah, really Yeah, you're totally, totally serious it. about it. Yeah, yeah if, if, but, we,
2: if we want to be serious, we'll beat anybody. And I, um, I'm confident in saying oh,
3: that. Oh, 100%. But I'm telling you right now, nine, ten times out of ten, 11 times out of 10. <laughs> 11 times out of 10. When we go fishing, nothing is taken seriously. Yeah. And, like, it's just, Luke was telling me it's nothing
0: but SpongeBob quotes and you know, Australia trailer park, park boys. <laughs> You will literally, you will
2: literally hear us yelling from, you know, 100 yards downstream for you to come up on us. You just yeah, know it's, it's us. Oh, yeah, for and sure. That's, and
1: that's why, like, I like fishing with you guys. I think the first person Never I messaged, I think, was, was Bailey. And, uh, same thing. I DM'd him on, uh, on Instagram. And, uh, like i knew i knew his uh little sister but like i never met him and like yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. and uh so like i was like well this guy like i mean i i don't like know him know him but like i know he fishes and like he seems like a good guy and like i'm fishing all the time like why not hit him up and see if he wants to get together because like i'm i was always looking like for someone to go out with whether i'd I was free and all my other friends had plans or a lot of my other friends aren't super serious about fishing i mean they'll go with me but they're not like die hard like these guys and so i texted bailey and he was i like, actually like uh me and anthony are gonna go uh, steelhead fishing if you want to come and i was like yeah like i i can film like i know you, noticed you're into filming and like i checked out your youtube page like i'm just trying to get into it too maybe you can like show me some stuff and he was like yeah let's go so first time we went out steelhead fishing like we caught, I mean, we didn't destroy them, but we caught a nice handful of fish. And it was, like, the first time I, like, took my camera out videoing steelhead. So I got, like, a lot of tips and pointers from him and whatnot. And then it just kind of spiraled off from there. And then the next weekend it was, hey, I'm going to go do this. you want to come? Yeah. And then, hey, you want to go out on the boat or you want to go musky fishing? And it just kind of. Now chain- here we sit on a podcast. Yeah, chain reacted from there. And now we're all sitting around a table and we're going to be. Watching Spongebob in Alaska in a few weeks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So let's run it back to the boat because we were we were all talking about a plan for this Sunday. Oh my goodness. We gotta figure out we need to do something big. Oh,
1: I thought you were talking about our boat boat. I thought you were talking about this weekend. Let's talk about the boat boat. Let's talk about Bailey's boat. The, the Bailey purchased the oh, first way. boat. Wait, oh, wait. We're <laughs> going to talk about we the best 14 hours of Bailey's life.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, <laughs> New boat owner alert.
2: <laughs> well, I need to take no, an an one
3: second. Let me take a swig of
2: beer. So While he's drinking, this is going to be the greatest 14-hour story of Bailey's life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I know right. that the listeners won't appreciate this story as much as we did. They better appreciate it. Because we we right were the now. ones in the boat, but it was... <laughs> it was a it was a deal but i'll i'll start it and then kick it to you just from from my perspective (laughs) so bailey and anthony have been like looking and sending me boats and like asking me what i think about them and like i just knew that like they were in the market for a boat you know just some small like easy to like drag around and just kind of beat up so i was driving home from my grandpa's house and there's a sign from god on the side <laughs> of the road that says boat for sale 100 bucks cash the shun was signing I, down I, immediately, immediately oh i no like rainbow it, it i slammed on the brakes and whipped into this dude's driveway with like bailey on speed dial like bro there's a boat <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's like you give that dude a 100 bucks right now I was like, bet. I went down to country fair, hit the ATM up, came right back to the dude's house. He's like, wow. He's like, you weren't kidding. I was like, no. I'm like, this this is us. He's like, all right. I'm just going to pull it like behind the weeds and call it a day. And I was like, Bailey, I'm like, you've got a boat. So I'll leave it to you from there. So you, you picked, set the arrangements up. So how'd that
3: go? So I'd like to tell you a love story on how my heart <laughs> got torn out of my absolute chest. So... Anthony and I are enjoying a nice night catfishing. We didn't catch anything because <laughs> it was way too early and it's and what he was talking about earlier in the podcast, like the catfishing is just it's not it's not ideal right now. The creek mouth got all messed up, but that's not the point. The point is our beloved boat. And <laughs> rest in peace, so, little guy. Yeah. Luke drops pics on the chat and without even looking at the photos at the same time, we both were like buy it now. Done deal. And immediately I roll up and I was like you see that boat? He's like yeah and so what we call him. He goes. He paid for it. Whatever. He dropped the cash off and he's like yo get the guy a call and I was like alright cool yeah. So I threw the dude on speaker and I'm like alright I'm like we just bought your boat. My friend just dropped off the cash. I was like we're about to scoop it tomorrow. I'm like it's it's a done deal. I'm like, when's good for you? And this guy, I mean, he was a nice guy, but, man, he could talk forever. Oh, my God. He just kept going on about, like, what he's doing at work and, like, tomorrow and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, like, we got the boat. Can I roll up at 5? Have a nice day. <laughs> and so I hang up the phone. And, like, we were all excited. We're like, yo, we got a boat. We started talking about this well, lake, we, that lake, we this had pond, plans. what we wanted to that do was with on, it.
1: That was on a Wednesday. And yeah. we
3: had plans to use that boat on sunday That's sunday for the trip where we dragged those kayaks 15 freaking miles through the woods Yeah, <laughs> where anthony
1: gave you the nice description of the ratchet straps and oh dollies God. and motorcycle trailer but anyways so, so we, we got this, got this boat, boat and we're stoked for sunday
3: and i'm like this is great i'm like we got a boat and i'm like i'm a simple man all right i've I'm never owned man. a boat or anything <laughs> or clo- anything close to a boat my entire life and uh so we got a 14-foot John boat, like a, and, like a fiberglass one. And what were you going to get we, for it? What? That weekend. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we got all this. I'm like, we got this boat. We're good to go. And Anthony's like, yo, I got this trolling motor back in Philly. He's like, let me call my pap. He answers the phone. <laughs> and he, we're like, hey, we just bought a boat. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah. Anthony, what what did he say again? So... <laughs>
2: A side story from oh. this story, I used to have a fourteen foot John boat. Okay. That got stolen. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. Just like, come full circle? Hey, there's, there's just, just a, lot there's <laughs> a lot of circles. There's a lot of circles crossed. No each other corners. Right now. Just circles. Yeah, there's corners. no corners here. <laughs> oh my god. Bailey almost spit his beer on. So I used to have a fourteen foot John boat. Rest in peace. Used to. That was stolen for scrap because hashtag Philadelphia. <laughs> course, Bailey used to but, have a boat. But I still have the motor Shh. sitting in my grandfather's basement. So I called him up, and I said, do you still have that motor from our our old boat? And he's like, yeah, I was saving it for you. And I was like, well, we got a boat. I'm going to come this weekend and get it. So he was all hyped because, like, I've been to Philly, like, you know, a year and a half. So throw it back to Bailey, and then what happened?
1: Meanwhile, (laughs) Anthony told his pap he bought a boat. Bailey goes and tells eight people he bought a boat. I've oh told about five people. Somebody bought a boat. i told, like, five people that, yeah. yo, we got a boat. Like, cause This like, boat's a big I, deal. It was, we were all, <laughs> like, a real everybody big deal. knows yeah. about the boat. Yeah, yeah, we were all stoked about this. Like, I told my dad, like, my mom, my brothers, like, all my buddies. I'm like, bro, we got, like, a perfect boat for, like, like small, like, lakes and everything.
2: Just creeks. It's going to be awesome. Wait, maybe too many people knew about this boat. Ooh. Oh.
1: Anyways... We'll get
3: back to
2: that, yeah. Bailey. All right. So my girlfriend rolls up,
3: and I was like, "Hey, I'm like, we bought a boat." She's like, "Oh, okay." And like, you <laughs> know, <laughs> you know, she was care? thinking, like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh boy, what did they just do?" So I showed her the pictures of it. She's like, "That's not a boat." And I'm like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> I'm like it, it floats. I'm like, "It floats. We could stand up on it and put two, three people with a camera." It's I'm a like, hundred good. bucks. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> How much do you want? Well, when I told her it was a hundred bucks, she was like, "Oh yeah, like that's not bad." I was like, "Exactly." I'm like, "Why wouldn't we buy it?" it? This thing was
1: like, you can't buy a kayak or a canoe oh, for a no. hundred bucks That's I'm and, saying. and this thing honestly it was probably like a 12 13 foot john boat with three bench seats and like it had three swivel seats mounted to each bench seat it was nice and like it, it was, was really nice. fiberglass like all done up it was a good boat
3: so i get to work the next day i'm all excited because i get to pick up my boat today <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh so i'm telling everybody at work i'm like yo i just bought a boat check this out showing pictures all this stuff and then my one uh the grocery manager where i work he's a big time outdoorsman and uh so i was telling him about it he was like oh yeah and like he let me sneak out a little earlier to go pick it up <laughs> so i get to i get to my girlfriend's house just like in the bed and i text the guy and i'm like hey i'm like i'm about to pick the boat up And he gives me a call. He's like, yeah, I'm on my way back from work right now. He's like, whenever you want to sneak by the house, I'm good. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I hang up the phone and I'm sitting there just, you know, I don't know, I was probably making something to eat or something like that. And like the phone goes off and rings again, like, like not even five minutes later. And I'm like, why is he calling me again? I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) He he wants to have another long conversation I was like, I just got off the phone with this dude after a (laughs) 20 minute conversation and so I forgot to tell you when yeah. I got out of work today, <laughs> yeah for real like that's how it was and then uh think he was having side conversations on the phone while I was on the phone with him and I was like whatever so he calls me back so I just like ignored it and I sent him a text I was like yeah I'll be there at this time like it's cool and he sends me a text he said call me and I'm like uh-oh <laughs> okay so I call him back he's like yo I uh, just like just you know did you come and pick up the boat already and I was like no and he's like oh well somebody stole it then and I'm like I'm like you're kidding me. And he's like, (laughs) and he's like, Oh, well it's not here. And I was like, well, where'd you put it? He's like, Oh, I just pulled it behind the bushes in the front yard. I was like, are you kidding me, dude? I was like, what? And like, I pulled the phone away from my head, and I bet you about, like, 35 different swear words came out of my mouth. <laughs> and I was like, what the, oh, my God. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You he's a, like, you, you sure nice you didn't boat. come by and pick it up? And I was like, I swear to God. I'm I wrote like, down I a note earlier I'm that like, I didn't I, go. I'm like, I have not even left this room <laughs> in the last hour." I'm, like, I'm waiting I was, for you to get home, but I've been itching. I'm like, why would I call you 15 minutes ago and tell you I'm coming to pick it up? And then all of a sudden, you roll up at the house and it's gone. Like, there's no way in hell I would ever strap that thing down and got <laughs> out of there that fast. And he's like, well, somebody stole it. And he was like freaking out. And he was like, I got a nosy neighbor that can check and all this. And he was like, well, tell your buddy to come, you know, get his money back. At least he did that. So yeah, I, that, that was that cool That was of him. cool. But so I pull up the phone. That phone call was interesting.
1: I'll, so I we'll pull get to up that. the
3: phone, and I text the chat, and I was like, somebody stole the boat. We <laughs> no longer have a boat. And I was like, the boat got stolen. I Anthony it was, funny. was like, he was, I was a, like that's dead. the funniest thing I've heard all day, but he's like, I'm low-key pissed, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was
1: I was so upset. Like, Oh, my God. Tell him about when people- you went to go pick the oh, money back up. Yeah, the amount of people that we told we had a boat and that, like... <laughs> And then for like, uh, fourteen hours, I think Anthony you know, clocked you know, it out you know, too. You know, Bailey was a boat own. owner, <laughs> but so I get a phone call, and it's this guy. And he's like, "Hey, uh, did you talk to your buddy?" And I was like, "Yeah, like what? What happened?" And he's like, "I think he came and picked it up." And I was like, "I just talked to him, and he said somebody stole it." He's like, "Well, are you sure he didn't come and get it?" And I was like yeah like he He said we, he didn't yeah we we had plans to use it this weekend like i'm pretty sure plans we, are canceled yeah i'm pretty sure if we had it we'd be using it this weekend and uh he's like well he's like my neighbor said that like a uh a black suv came and like stopped and was nosing around at it and i was like well that's not my buddy's car so uh wasn't him and anyways so one thing led to another but i did end up getting the getting the 100 bucks back for the boat but i can tell you that 100 bucks didn't didn't glue up my broken heart but that's insane it was literally the day he was going to pick it up he didn't even own it for 24 hours and it got stolen <laughs> but and it was funny because the trolling motor we were gonna use for it was off Anthony's boat that also got stolen. So, lots they, of stolen property yeah, in this I, story. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a four-time boat owner right now. I have a clean record and uh Anthony and Bailey are both owing one right now. <laughs> I
0: think Anthony and Bailey are hatching a plan to steal one
1: of your boats. <laughs> that, I think that's what's happening. I got them all out in the barn. So,
2: <laughs> you but, wouldn't miss one, right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't even <laughs> probably notice. Probably wouldn't even notice. All yeah, right.
1: I actually got one for sale right now if anyone's looking for a 20-foot boat, probably around 5 grand. 350 motor you could be yours it's even got a name but actually that's the most important let's, part let's uh let's do a giveaway on our instagram page it's a five thousand dollar entry and um that's all you got to do to enter the giveaway is just donate five thousand dollars to uh white cat outdoors and i'll enter you to win this boat if you can guess the name of the boat you win it that's it $5,000 entry, guess the name, and the boat's yours.
2: Right now, the boat thief is out there somewhere listening to this. Trying oh, yeah. to figure yes. out like, where, where Ooh. you live. Ooh. He's coming Ooh. for
1: your boat next. Oh, he is coming for my boat now. <laughs> or her. I, I just dropped it, Bailey, that uh, we're doing a giveaway on uh, the White Cat Outdoor page. Uh, $5,000 to enter, and you got to guess the name of my boat, and it's yours. So I think we're going to have people jumping
3: all over that deal. <laughs> $5,000 to enter. Yeah. <laughs> five thousand dollars if you find our stolen boat (laughs) actually one hundred dollars if you find the boat you
1: get a hundred dollar reward and you have to give up the boat if you find it it's uh it's like a greenish color a broken handle and
3: ever been to field and stream and you see the john boats outside it's pretty much the same thing but it's got three like upright plastic seats mounted on it that swivel that's it and it's probably in someone's backyard collecting dust and water (laughs) so we would like it back please my heart is broken (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so,
1: but I mean, I don't, I don't know how much, how much more we got, but I'm, I'm excited to set up the, the next podcast with you guys about our recap or even if we yeah do when a you guys get back in from Alaska, Alaska. Oh, yeah I'm sh- that's definitely that
0: would be great yeah you should definitely try to do a live one in Alaska that'd be that, sick that'd be fun like that, halfway
3: through like yeah that'd yeah, yeah, be awesome
1: yeah. all right so yeah the, this is what happened so far and this is our plans for the rest of it that that could oh, get interesting
3: sure. drop yeah. a game plan. Talk, yeah. talk about what we've been doing and, you know, yeah. how we've been.
1: There'll be a lot of SpongeBob quotes in that podcast. Oh, I'm <laughs> that gonna one will be, just be a free-for-all. I got the first three be seasons be on DVD. Julian
3: and Ricky from <laughs> a lot of time. Non-stop. Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, then I guess we're about wrapping it up here. So I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast, um, but at the end we always like to do a write it in pen for our guests to kind of take something away from the podcast that you guys kind of either like live by or fish by something that you've learned over the years from your experiences and you would want everybody to take away from this podcast. So, I maybe mean, start could, with you Bailey.
1: It could be a it could be a, like a, a, a like a trick that you use or something or it could even just be like an emotion or like just a like an attitude to have or just huh? The
4: location you fish. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, alone. a location <laughs> a, yeah, drop, a, Latin a lat lawn, lawn,
1: Yeah, to write down but no, like I mean you can Make it semi-serious, but like just something for the people that they can just kind of tuck in their pocket just to give them a little bit of something to gain from our podcast.
3: All right, I'd like to take a minute to tell you that uh, I will never give you any of my spots. uh, (laughs) No lat lines. Sorry, no lat lines today. But, uh, you know, if we were on this a little longer and I had maybe seven more beers at me, then there's a chance something might might slip. But for all of you that are... Some YouTube advice for a lot of you guys getting out there. I'm telling you right now, just bring the camera and film. Just even if it sucks, just do it because it, and no matter it what, does every time. Because no matter what, no matter how much you stuff you film, I've filmed. I have 25 videos on YouTube right now. I've filmed probably a hundred videos, and they're just sitting there on my computer. But every time I film a video, it gives me experience. It gives me ideas, and I know what I need to work on. So I'm telling you, even though it sucks and it's hard, just take the time, film it enjoy it and remember it because it's going to make you a better YouTuber. It's going to make you a vet- better videographer. And one day that's all going to come full circle and you're going to know what you need to do to make good videos. And I'm not there yet, but I know one day that I'm going to have, we're going to be there stuff. So just film everything and just do it all. Just try to do it all. Cause it'll
0: help you in the long run, especially like when you look back at stuff, like we've seen this just with our podcast, you know, when you look back at previous things that you've done You're like, wow! Look how far I've come, you know, in this short amount of time, just because you're doing it. Even though you know it's not great at the beginning, but you're learning every single time, and it gets better better every time.
3: Perfect, your first video. I mean, I look at my first videos, and I'm like, I should probably delete these, but like, I want them. I want them so that one day, like you know, a couple years in the future, if I ever really get big on YouTube, I can look back. When you get big? Yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) After Alaska is gonna be very seriously taken, and uh, but. I want to look back on that and be like, wow, like I started here with like a $60 Sony Handycam and now I look yeah. where I'm at, you know, mm-hmm. and just relive the journey, I guess. But yeah, yeah the people everything. listening to this, everything and learn from it. That's yeah, it's my advice.
1: The people listening to this podcast in 10 years when they're watching us on TV on the outdoors channel or they're going to be going to be wishing they did write that down in pen. Yeah, yeah. names on We're every sure.
3: fly rod in the country. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So Anthony, what is your write-in pen? Uh, I think mine's a little shorter. Um, <laughs> mine is just, you know, if you want to go out and fish and you want to like learn and like, you know, actually get good at what you're doing, get off of Facebook, get out of my DMs on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody who's in there and trying to get information, but you're not going to get it. Like, but, but seriously, like get out, go buy a pole. It doesn't matter how much it costs, what it is, whatever you can afford and just go out and like, you know, get outside and just teach yourself and like just get into fishing like you know don't like asking for advice is fine but you know don't make it public and don't get on there with a big head and think you're a hot because you caught a six pound bass one time <laughs> on, a, on a worm yeah and, you know in your grandpappy's old secret spot on your Zebco 3000 like i don't like i don't care just just get out there and fish and like you know just make yourself better and don't compare yourself to anybody else you know just if that's what you'd love to do, just be just persistent, do it. yeah. You yeah, don't just you do don't
1: it. pick up a football for the first time and join the NFL. Yeah. Like you gotta start mm. somewhere.
2: There ain't no high school quarterback DM Peyton Manning getting a response. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how it works. Like yeah. get out there and get it yourself. It's, it's hard yeah. to fill a cup that's already full.
3: <laughs> These but, are the it facts. It is true. It is. True. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You can't you know, you can learn all you want on the internet and get all the advice you want, but you're never gonna learn it unless you do it. Yeah,
0: until you go out and actually put do it yourself. Yeah. I mean, you can, like you said, you can read all you want and you can gain a lot of knowledge that way, but you're never really going to know if it works until you go out and do it a few times. And then that's when you're really going to learn. And
1: like what, what Anthony said is, uh, he, he worked his tail off for five, six years to learn the waters and everything. And not like in an arrogant way, but why should he give somebody a free pass to get where he is when it. Took him five, six years to gain all the information and the spots and the knowledge that he has. When this person, yeah, just just bought their first their first rod at Walmart and DM'd Anthony and wants yeah. to wants to go catch as many <laughs> and not, fish as he. Has. Not, not for not,
2: nothing. I've been burned so many times. I've been burned so many times by people who I give you know throw a bone to and then you know three months later they're a god. Yeah. right, like. Well, buddy, sit down. Like, look, look at, look
1: at the spot. I'm not gonna burn it any more than it is. But the spot right down the road from my house that BB. we 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 have been, yeah, BB, we'll call it. Um, <laughs> if you if you can decipher, yeah, yeah, if you could, uh, decipher our very hard code, you can go there. But I mean, that spot was phenomenal five years ago. Not I would, even
3: two. Yeah, oh, last year. yeah
1: three years ago. No, last year started a eh, little bit, but um, day. I was there. And it's right down the road from my house. And for five-plus years... Luke
3: lives in Harbor Creek. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Harbor Creek is where you want to go.
1: No, but I would go down there and just hammer the biggest fish in the area and not see anybody, maybe see another guy, maybe another guy, but, like, it was always secluded. You go down there anymore, there's a beat-down path, and there's guys there... 24 7 and it, it stinks that's what uh anthony said like you get burned and then you close your mouth a little bit because people don't respect what you mm-hmm. gave them or True. appreciate
0: mm-hmm. it yeah no and definitely yeah, i'm sure you still give you know people some minor tips but you don't want to give kinda, them a yeah, lawn <laughs> exactly you don't want to yes. take all of the guesswork
3: out of and, it for And em. you
2: can kind of tell when somebody asks like you know the the tenor of their their conversation they're looking for well, a pin drop or looking at
3: their Instagram yeah. like you could tell by what they catch and what they post and like mm-hmm. you could tell the different yeah. areas they fish you know if they're legit or not yeah you know? mm-hmm. yeah so that
0: was definitely a very good write it in pen but I I think we've about wrapped everything up here so I know everybody's been wondering where was Nick tonight and He's he's here. Don't worry. His attendance give, record is still one hundred percent. So I'm a gonna shout. I'm gonna take the headset off and I'm gonna pass my mic to Nick because are you letting Nick say it today? I'm gonna yes. No, Nick, get, just no. get over here. Oh my goodness, Nick's coming right. He's he, he's, he's way walking across around. The bar. I'm gonna <laughs> retire to Nick.
1: I I actually got excited that I was gonna get to say it tonight, but I I do I did talk a lot and Nick well, didn't. So let's let's throw Nick right in and Frank, that sun is bright. Yeah. Wow yeah <laughs> didn't even notice it uh, until now <laughs> now that there's proof that i am here in the room with 100 percent attendance i don't really give a shit if you want to say it i just need to be on record that i didn't miss a day because when frank goes to alaska <laughs> he's not gonna have perfect attendance
4: Ooh. So. <laughs> Ooh. Now we'll
1: work something out we'll do a a uh, satellite podcast maybe who knows but if you want to i think this is the first time that i've ever got to say it do you remember do you want to look at the the sheet yeah the words uh, are let me let me pull out where's the paper let me pull it out real quick but um all right well uh that about wrapped it up so we're gonna sign off now and uh just want to remind you guys to get outside